Welcome. This is Struggles to Strengths, and I'm your host, Chad Doff. This is the podcast about learning through your struggles and failures, figuring out how to take the difficulties in your life, the lessons learned, and then how do you move forward. Welcome to episode 54, everyone. Come down off your cross. Someone else needs the wood. It is a holy weekend uh, in, in my religion. I'm recording this on Good Friday, and if you're listening here on Easter weekend, happy Easter to you and to your family. I hope that you enjoy the, the holiday. If you're listening to this after Easter um, I, and, and you celebrate, I hope you had a, a good Easter holiday with your family. So so for this week's, this week's podcast, I didn't really have a topic, and I sometimes just have to sit and be quiet with myself for a bit and figure out like what do I want to do and then I remembered the phrase that my old counselor used to tell me and I thought hey, you know what this is a good week to dive in and and dig in on this right so so he would tell me come down off your cross someone else needs the wood so what is that what does that mean well he would talk to me about like when I was feeling kind of to be honest like feeling badly for myself when when I was in moments where it was kind of an oh woe is me like I was where I was complaining about well, this happened and that happened and this happened and then you may be thinking to yourself right now well Chad isn't that what counseling is about don't you go in to tell your counselor what happened to you and who's wronged you and and how things can be difficult yeah that is that is the the piece of the puzzle but it's interesting sometimes that I think we can get hung up on being victims you know it's interesting when you think about the cross in general you know it's a torture device that's you know it's interesting that the christian religion now we use the cross as a symbol of hope and that's what it is for for us and and what it means that that christ rose from you know from the grave but i know that not everyone's religious and i'm not trying to turn anybody off with my discussion around that, but it's interesting that how something got changed from being, you know, just what it was in the past, an, an, an article of torture to now an article of hope of, of peace of, of thinking about, you know, what you need in, in God. But how many times in your life have you revisited something that you've done in the past and you just keep punishing yourself for it? Can you think of, I'd like you to think of something right now that you've done that you think, oh my gosh, how did I ever do that? How did I, how did I make that mistake? How could I have ever, ever done, have ever done that? Well, you know, I, I have some things like that in, in my life. We, we all do. We all have those moments. I've been, I am ashamed to say, but it's the truth. And this is, you know, it's been a very long time. Um, but when I was younger, I've, I've driven drunk before, um, you know, well before Uber and everything else that went with that. But I've been behind the wheel of a car when I shouldn't have been. And thank God nothing happened. I didn't get, you know, I didn't hurt anybody. I didn't hurt myself. I didn't get caught. Um, but I'm, I'm, I'm ashamed. I'm ashamed that I, that I did that. But here's the thing. When you, when you stay ashamed and you stay up on that cross and you just keep crucifying yourself with the pain, what good does that do? Help me understand what you're trying to accomplish when you just stay up in your pain. Is it that you don't think you're good enough? That that's where you should be? You, you did, I did bad. Even though I didn't get caught, I did re something really bad. 
so I should I should stay up here. This is exactly where I should stay. I would argue the exact opposite is that even though you did something bad, maybe you even got caught to stay inside of our mistakes. If we do folks, if we don't learn from them, if we don't think about what we can do differently, what we learn, how can we move forward? Which is what I talk about every single week inside of struggles to strengths. What are we doing? You're just going to sit and you're just going to be nailed to the cross. You're going to stay in that pain and that sorrow and that heartache and that torture. That's exactly what it is. You don't have to punish yourself forever, forever. And when I say coming out the cross, someone else needs the wood. I'm not even saying that someone else needs the wood for a cross for themselves. I'm saying someone else needs you to use that wood to maybe build a bridge. How about that? What, what have you thought about repurposing the wood to not build this big torture device, but to think about, okay, where are my gaps? What do I want to improve on? What do I want to do better? Where are my hopes that I can make amends with something? How do I move forward in taking that energy where you are hanging and, and become a builder. Start to meet an architect to figure out what, what does that wood need to be? Is it a bridge? Maybe, maybe that's a bridge. Maybe it's an arc like Noah needed, right? Because maybe there are some really rocky, rainy, difficult times in your life right now. And you don't need a bridge because the water's too high. The storm's too tough. You need, you, you need an arc. You need a boat. You need to take that. You need to take that wood, and you need to build a boat. Or maybe you need somewhere to stay. Maybe you need somewhere to land. Maybe you need somewhere to grow. What if you take that wood and you build a house? What would it look like? What would you need it to be? How would you build it? What do you need inside? How do you make it comfortable? How do you get peace out of this house? Can you picture it? Can you picture instead of being on your cross of pain, taking that wood and building your house of peace? I think that this is a really cool concept and a really interesting idea when you think about kind of where you can be and where you want to go. But how often... Do you punish yourself or here's another one. How often do you punish others? How often in your life does somebody do you wrong and they make their mistake and they want to make amends and they feel badly about what they've done. They, they know they didn't do right. They, in fact, they know right away they didn't do right. And they're coming to you. They're coming down off their cross. They're coming down because they want to build the bridge to you or the ark or the house or whatever the case may be, whatever, wherever they have wronged you and someone else realizes it and they come down off their cross. But what happens if it's your anger and your frustration that you're not ready for anything different? You just like to see them up there. You like to see someone in their pain. And I'm saying, when I say like, that's not, 
I don't mean that word in like a joyful, like jump for joy. But if you think about when someone has wronged you in your life, you, you, you want people, I think as a society, we want people to be punished for the wrong things, right? I mean, that's hopefully how we do it. That if someone does wrong, they don't necessarily get away with it. But, and you know what I think about when you put but in the middle of sentence, but is that a healthy, is that a healthy way of living life? Might not be. It might not be healthy at all. What if instead of, but we wanted to keep them up there, we knew they did us wrong and we do see steps forward. We do see the person that wronged us looking to make amends, looking to do things to fix themselves, looking for things that they could do differently to have a relationship with us. If they're going to make that effort, what do you think is maybe what are the number one things that you could give them? What What's the first word <clears throat> that pops to your mind? If I told you that someone in your life that has wronged you is looking to make amends, they're looking to make changes, they're looking to do right, they're looking to do good by you, what is the, one of the very first things that you could do for them? And I think of a three-word phrase, give them grace. I think... There is way too, I think we give out way too little grace, to be honest. Um, and I can be, and by the way, guys, I can be as guilty of that as anybody else. I don't want to, those who live in glass houses should not throw rocks. And my house is glass for sure, right? It's it's easy sometimes to forgive somebody or give them grace or be like, oh, they're going through a really hard time. I can see why and how they can get through that. But what about the times where it's not so cut and dry? When someone really did do you wrong or you're feeling bad or you're feeling lost or you don't know what to do. What about giving those folks grace then? I, I have I'm astounded. You know, I'll, I'll fall in in YouTube rabbit holes sometimes for just stupid stuff. And, and, and recently I jumped. I was in a, tra in a trashy one with courthouse like outburst and and different things that happen you know at court scenes <clears throat> and one thing that i thought found incredible in watching some of those videos were some of the videos of victims families embracing their loved one's killer in in the courtroom and forgiving them and giving them grace and and you know hoping that they find god and hoping that they you know will find a way to be okay i i'd love to tell you that that blood pumps firmly through me but i'd be a liar if i told you that because it's just not true all the time giving forgiveness around things like that or showing grace is not always doesn't always come easily to me but i'm amazed when people can be. And so how do you do it? What, how do you show someone grace? What's the best way to do it? In my experience, in what I think, honestly, on this topic, folks, is that you, you have to be deliberate about it. It may not come easily. It may not be something that is just, just flows out of you. And if it does, God bless you. I'm happy for you. It's awesome that it does. <clears throat> but, you can work at it. It's something that you can put in to a process to work 
really hard at what you're doing and, and how you're acting. And so that's where everything keeps kind of swinging around the same things. You know, you don't have to punish yourself forever and take the wood from your cross. There's a lot of different things, you know, that you can do with it. But the key, in my opinion, the key to all of these things is being deliberate is really telling yourself, okay, I have to sit quietly with my problem here and figure out how I'm going to handle it, not just let it overwhelm me, not just let it topple me over, but how am I going to move forward and make things happen? I think this is a really big key. And so there's a lot of this topic today. I've just been asking you a lot of questions, but I, I, there's a, I just have a feeling in my heart that, that, I can imagine someone listening right now and them saying to themselves, how does he know? How did he know I'm dealing with this right now? How did he know that this was the talk that I needed today? How did he know that I needed someone to tell me, get off my cross. Someone else needs the wood. It's not because I'm special. I'm not. It's not because I <clears throat> can see into the future or I know what everybody's thinking the fact of the matter is, <clears throat> I know flat out, everybody's dealing with something. Everybody has something major in their life that can put them up and have them on the cross and make them deal with it and make them be there. And that's why this phrase fits every single one of us every single day. At the end of every podcast, we talk about the two takeaways, and I hope that you really got something out of out of this week's message in this week's episode. Takeaway number one, you don't have to punish yourself forever. You just don't. Even if someone wants to wants to punish you forever, even if, if, if an outside force is trying to make you feel badly about your mistakes or what you've done or how those things happen, just because that's what someone else is trying to push on you, that's not that's not right. It doesn't mean you have to feel that way. Your healing, becoming whole, who you are, all that comes directly from you and inside of you. And there's nobody else in your life, not your mom, your dad, loved one, a spouse, friends, family, kids, anybody. There's no one in your life that can make you feel a certain way. It has to come from within you. It has to be inside of you. So you, I'm telling you right now, friends, you do not have to punish yourself forever. And then the takeaway number two is take the wood and build a bridge or the ark or the house or whatever you see fit, whatever those building materials are, come down off of what you've built, the torture that you've built, come down from there and start building your path forward. When you do that, things get sweet in a hurry. Well, I just wanted to thank you once again for all the support. We're excited to be locked and loaded here in year number two. The numbers for the podcast continue to be great. We have doubled our weekly listeners. And so that only happens through the power of your sharing with your family and your friends. Um, we just got a new review not that long ago. I really appreciate people that take time to give us five stars and write a review of the podcast. It helps me go. Um, and it helps also get us moved up in the algorithm. So please continue to support us, to, to share it out with your family and your friends and your coworkers. And until next time, be well.